and welcome to the Only Kyle Show. Today I have with me Kyle Ace Calamains, the awesome American. Kyle, how are you doing? Hey, how you going? How you going, mate? <laughs> nice to nice to finally get you on. Yeah, um, nice to hang. How's your uh, 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 how's your night going? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, well, we're coming into Sunday now, um, but yeah, my night was great. Just sat and watched the footy, and I watched my Brisbane Lions win. So that's really good. We're sitting at the top three right now. So yeah, yeah. See, uh, pretty good. <laughs> foosball is uh is is <laughs> alien to me. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, it's actually called Australian Rules Football. Oh, oh. Yeah. So um, it's uh, it's kind of a mixture between volleyball, soccer, um, American football. Like it's it's one of the craziest sports you can ever watch. Oh, I, I mean, it's just entertaining. I I have to look this up now because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot different than rugby, which a lot of people believe is the main sport out here, which it is. I mean, there's three main sports of Australia, I like to think, and uh, that's rugby, uh, Australian rules, football, and cricket. Ah, uh, uh, the good old cricket. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really follow the cricket that much. Uh, Australian rules. Football. It's also the AFL. Australian rules football. Australian football, yeah, also just... called Australian rules football or Aussie rules, or more simply football or footy, is a contact sport played between two teams of 18 players on an oval field, often a modified cricket ground. Points are scored by kicking the oval ball between the central goal posts. Uh, yep. So there's four posts and um, the center, like the very center of it. If you kick it between those two ones, then it's six points. If you kick it in between the other sides, like either side, then it's only one point. And um, yeah, uh, I watched a match last year get up to be 128 points to 102 points. So. It can be as high scoring as basketball, but over a hundred meter span field, so bigger than a football field. What's the uh like? What are the like the match times like? Uh, there's thirty minute quarters. Um, they do have a halftime, and um, yeah, so it's about a two hour game. Shit, that's crazy. And it just goes, there's no timeouts, no nothing. It's just, you keep going. I, I mean, I'm looking at it. It looks pretty dope. Like I might, I might start yeah. following, <laughs> I might start following this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not huge in the there's, sports. There's, there's huge tackles. There's, there's people that jump on top of other guys to catch the ball and make what they call a mark. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's exciting. Uh, I watch the rugby as well. I go for the Brisbane Broncos. Unfortunately, we fell a bit, but I think we're third on the ladder as well. So, yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's pretty dope, man. I, uh, so, uh, let's talk about uh, what made you uh, what made you leave the U.S. for Australia. Um, 
well, I mean, my wife mainly. She's Australian. So, uh, uh, I was living in Hawaii at the time on the North Shore of Oahu. And uh, you ever seen that movie, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes, yes. I, I was a chef at that beachfront restaurant. Um, like, the the one from the movie. So, like, uh, that's an actual place on the North Shore of Oahu at a place called Turtle Bay in, um, I believe it's Kahuku. And, uh, yeah, it's the only resort on the North Shore of Oahu. So, like, uh, up on the surfing side, it's the opposite side of Honolulu and Waikiki. And, um, yeah, I was a chef up there. And um, my wife ended up coming in, you know, for dinner one night. And um, we have an open kitchen and whatnot and the bar is right next to the kitchen and so um this chick just was heckling me from the bar <laughs> and uh you know i was just getting annoyed by it and then uh, a bunch of the guys the the famous song this will kind of date when it was but the song at the time on the radio was a uh, hotline bling and it's still to this day one of the most annoying songs i can ever think of but it's how i met my wife because the chick at the <laughs> bar was like oh i got somebody perfect for uh for you to listen to she can come down and sing it for you and all the hawaiians were just giving me crap and you know we're like uh yeah bring her down bring her down and so like it was about closing time and then uh my now wife pops up and she starts doing an acapella of hotline bling turn over see her singing it like like who is this chick like damn she's got a voice she's hot and <laughs> i have to figure this one out so we closed up and i asked her if she would stay back because uh we normally had like drinks and stuff after work and you know looking at her you know i was just being like total creeper the whole time just <laughs> you know shy and just couldn't really approach her. Everybody else was talking to her and stuff. And we were just having after work drinks. And then, um, you know, everybody started slowly fading. And then uh, her and I got to talking. You know, we started kicking it off. And yeah, you know, love started to blossom. We dated, did long distance for a while. And I finally got sick of seeing her get on that plane. So, uh, I proposed to her in Hawaii, and then um, during the election, we actually made the decision that it would be best if I moved to Australia as opposed to her moving to Hawaii. So I ended up moving to Australia, and I've been here seven years now, going on eight. That's great, dude. Full citizen. Yeah, full but, citizen, everything. And, uh... <laughs> That makes me tear up. <laughs> like, yeah. um, no, because, like, that's, uh, shit. Uh, um, <clears throat> my, my, uh, I, I call her my wife because, I mean, we, we were, we were, you know, fucking madly in love and had a child together and, you know, we were engaged, we just hadn't gotten married and, um, <clears throat> like, I she was actually dating my one of my best friends my junior year of high school 
and <clears throat> they like we we would all go hang out and stuff. I couldn't smoke because uh, we were I was in uh, drug court, so like I was getting drug tested yeah. all the time. But so like she didn't want to go into the woods and shit because she didn't smoke. And uh, me and her sat in the car, and yeah. it was like instant, bro. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> it was like i like this this was like just something you just knew you did, just knew yeah and i was like you know i you know so i started i wasn't i wasn't like that guy that's like hey you know come you know, date me but i'm i was like you know so I was just just talking and she's like yeah like you know she looked at my friend as like more of her friend she didn't really you know she was kind of just dated him like out of pity she said like just because she felt bad because he kept getting like turned down by everyone that he tried to date or fucked over and yeah so like um so she ended up breaking up with him and like called me and was like you know i you know i i I want to be with you and i was like damn okay (laughs) and then like so like the first time like well the first time she came to my house like she was she was like she was drunk she got dropped off by her friend and i'm like i'm like no this isn't how like she was like trying to have sex and i was like this is not how this is gonna happen i'm like i like i i respect you too much (laughs) i was like so you know i'm I'm gonna i'm funny because that's exactly what happened with uh me and me and my wife the the first time too because she she just wanted to go at it there on the beach and (laughs) i was just like whoa 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 (laughs) yeah so like i i you know you know people can call you gay for that and and whatnot but like when when you have yeah when you have those like strong feelings for somebody like you really want to just check it out you don't want to just become another body (laughs) and 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 like i and like dude what i told her like she told me like that that instilled in her like the amount of care that i would have for her because what like i told her i was like i was like our first time like i want it to be special like i like you know i I, I don't this isn't just like me sleeping with some girl like i i am going to not have sex with you i'm not gonna fuck you i'm gonna make love to you and like it's gonna be perfect and and so like she came over a couple days later and like I went all out, bro. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever gone all out as much as like, I romanced the fuck out of her. I like just everything, (laughs) everything was perfect. And like, dude, it was just, you know, it was like we were meant to be. And, um, so, you know, we were dating and, uh, her, her and her mom were not getting along and, so her mom's like, you're, you're going to live with your dad in Korea. And, uh, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, that fucked her up real bad. We tried long distance, but like, you know, it, she was in a bad mental yeah, state. <laughs> I, it, uh, yeah. And like, you know, I didn't know at the time I didn't find out till later, but like her dad molested her as a child. And her mom knew so like her mom forced her to go live with her child molester father like that's damn that's fucked yeah so um so you know we we you know kept things going for a couple months and then 
just like yeah i i'm i'm just gonna sit here worried about you all the time and and i i I can't have mental health issues yeah yeah uh, she was like i get it like yeah and and, you know we did dude we didn't talk but maybe like here and there for a while because you know i it felt like i lost you know the one person i could ever love and uh um, so the next year, uh, during the summer, I fucking randomly get told, Hey, uh, you know, I'm, uh, over here at Starbucks. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I dude. And like, I, I feel, I feel terrible. Cause like I was seeing this girl who was like the sweetest thing in the world. Um, yeah. and I fucked her over and like, I've, I've tried to make amends for that, but like, you know, it was my soulmate. Like my soulmate came back and I was not letting her go. Like I was not letting her go back to Korea. I wasn't let like, so I, dude, I went to that Starbucks and we didn't leave each other's side for like a week. <laughs> like literally <laughs> like I, like I, she just, she was supposed to be staying at her mom's. I didn't like, I don't think she ever went back to her mom's, it, but, but like, uh, she, then she was supposed to go to Arkansas. Um, to go visit family and then she was supposed to go back to korea and uh so she went to arkansas and like you know we had sat down with my parents i'm like you know we're not letting her go back like <laughs> like one she's not going yeah. like she told us that she told me the truth and like i was like listen we're gonna sit down we're gonna tell my parents we're gonna tell my parents everything and trust me like my parents are not gonna let you go back there <laughs> like, <laughs> like so uh my, my parents were like all right you know it she can live here and you know and yeah. fucking, it was great for a while and uh unfortunately um we got bad off into drugs um because like one thing i didn't know is i didn't know how bad like you know i had my own addiction problems but i didn't realize how bad hers had gotten in korea um yeah. she was fucked up on fucking uh adderall every day because she would go get her prescription and in korea they don't have like a very strict well at the time at Limit, least. yeah well yeah like so she was able they didn't have like a a, a universal system like the fda here yeah so she was able to take that prescription copy it on a copier and go to like 10 different pharmacies so she just had an unlimited supply and like so you know things ended up uh, things were good for a while and then rough and then and she ended up passing away um and uh yeah but dude like you know i wouldn't you know i have my daughter from her and you know i'd wouldn't change anything for the world. Like I fucking miss that feeling though. Fucking damn. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just, it, you just, you know, you brought it up. Cause like, it's like that, yeah, fucking, that, yeah. that like, uh, okay. Like I can't, yeah. no, no, I'll, I'll fucking, I, I, I would have moved to Korea like in a yeah. heartbeat if I had to, like that's, yeah. there's nothing, uh, nothing that can ever change uh, that I'll, feeling, man. Uh, I'll I'll put it this way, like I was, I was born in California, and like I'm not originally from Hawaii or anything, but um, yeah, like uh, I lived in Hawaii for around six years. Like I'm actually coming up on living in Australia longer, or no, I just passed that now. I've lived in Australia longer than I did uh, Hawaii, and um, I was fortunate enough 
uh, that my mom also lived out there. Like, uh, not my entire family, just my mom. And uh, the, <laughs> the day after I had met Tara, um, I, I called my mom immediately and I was like, you need to come down to the restaurant tomorrow. She was like, why? And I was like, I met a girl. And she was like, don't say anymore. I'll be there. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She was like, I've never heard you say that. <laughs> it's like, well, you're calling me to tell me, so <laughs> it's obviously important, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It was it was wild. But, uh, I mean, I, I had no idea what I was getting into, you know? Like, I mean, I just literally all of a sudden Trump came in office and my wife gives me a call literally as the election was announced, you know, Trump wins and this and that. All of a sudden my phone starts ringing. I'll never forget it. I was standing in, uh, in this like high rise thing that was like right on the beach called cement city in uh, Wailua. And um, I was looking out the window and, or uh, I was on my balcony smoking a cigarette, looking out towards the ocean. And it was about seven, eight o'clock at night. And she calls me and she was like, well, that's it. You're getting on a plane. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I thought we were going to talk about this. She was like, no, you're moving to Australia. I'm not coming to Hawaii. Oh like, my oh, God. Okay. I'd never been to Australia. Like I'd, I never, I didn't even know how long the flight was. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much like grab, grab your passport, go to the airport, and uh, I'll, I'll be here once you get through customs. <laughs> like, don't worry about the paperwork. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I didn't even fill out my visa. She, she filled out my visa for me. She paid for, um, for uh, my visa and everything, my like work holiday visa. Yeah, uh, I came over. I was able to work immediately, and uh, at at the time I was a chef, and so just got got uh, into Australia about three or four days later. I was at a hotel working. Uh, it was in a small town in New South Wales called Narellan. Uh like about two, three hours outside of Sydney. And uh, I was working at a at a hotel, which is a pub uh, out there. Hell yeah. Fucking, so, uh, I, uh, I, can't, I can't come to Australia. Oh, <laughs> uh, felon? <laughs> yep. Isn't that ironic, though, yeah. that like... Yeah, I know, exactly. And, 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 and a, a, nation crea- a nation created by convicted felons does not allow convicted mm. felons mm. <laughs> like... I, I will i will say this though uh, uh i don't know if you know what aboriginals are yeah yeah of course the, the aborigines in australia are a different breed <laughs> they that's they're just different, bro. <laughs> like Native American Indians, like, you know, native, you know, even even in Mexico they have like some Incans and and whatnot that are still kinda well, because, untouched. Because, because like, the, the the Aborigines were like, you know, almost entirely the, isolated from the rest of 
you know the world yeah, yeah mankind <laughs> yeah they're they're like that island off of the coast of india dude i was like, just about coast. to fucking say that yeah that's fucking crazy yeah i was just about to yeah. literally mention that and you said the one where the fucking like report the guy got killed or whatever yeah 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 and i mean it's hilarious because like uh australia is like right next to papua new guinea which is one of the only places in the world that still practices cannibalism as well yeah. <laughs> i mean just hey. it, it's a whole different breed being here like it's only, it's only, you know, it's only bad if it's involuntary, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not like um, evolution has created a disease or anything that, you know, we get if we try and eat each other. Oh, wait. Yeah. It did. <laughs> There's literally a disease I mean, that tells us not to eat each other. <laughs> yes. I mean, they they call it long pork, but I don't. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like um, not. I feel like Beckwith would have had a good joke for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. long oh. pork. <laughs> sure, he was. Oh, oh man, man. but it, it's been it's been a wild ride because like uh, I lived in New South Wales and um while uh while I was living in Hawaii, um I lived at this surf house and um the older guy that was kind of like the um subletter to the house because uh, I lived on at this house right on the beach and at pipeline uh for a while and um I later. Later on, found out his son is uh, Jamie O'Brien, a pro surfer. Oh, shit. And, um, yeah, so, you know, he always told me that he was from um, from Australia. And um, my wife and I decided that we were going to move from New South Wales all the way to Western Australia. So we were going to take, like, a massive road trip. And um, we called Mick. Uh, his name's Mick O'Brien. Um, oh, Jesus. We called Nico and um, we said, hey, we're going to go on this road trip. Like, do you want to come with us? Like, it'd be really cool for you to, you know, just venture around. Like, you don't got to do really much. You just got to hop in, get out where we get out, and, you know, <laughs> just cruise <laughs> with us. And, you know, if you want, you're more than welcome to make this journey with us. Like, I mean, we're talking a road trip basically from like North Carolina, but you go down to like, not the tip of Florida, but like the start of Florida mm -hmm. and then drive coastal all the way to San Diego. Oh, Jesus. So we made this massive road trip. And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Nullabore or not. The what? The Nullabore. It's the uh, longest straight road in the world. Oh, probably. Yeah, it, it it somewhat rings a bell. Yeah, so it's the longest straight road in, in the world. You actually have to time like yourself driving through it because you can die. It's in the absolute middle of the outback. And so you have to like time your gas stations and everything. like Or as we say out here, petrol stations. So like you have to you have to 
stop at a certain time to fill up and this and that and you have to leave at a certain time otherwise the kangaroos will you know be hopping across across the way and it might total your car and it might be hours <laughs> or even days until somebody comes and helps you dude <laughs> I <can't>... uh, <laughs> Fucking kangaroos, dog! Like fucking deer. We we, yeah. we fucking oh, no, hit, no. We, we fucking hit roos, dog. Yeah, no kangaroos, camels, uh, uh, dingoes. I mean, everything's out there. Emus. I don't know if you've heard of the great emu war or not. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful story for all your listeners, though. <laughs> uh, the great emu war was a war fought against Australia and emus, actual birds, and they <laughs> lost not once, but twice. Hold on, emu war. <laughs> full military, yeah, full military attacking because they were here in Western Australia, flocking and taking over <laughs> farmers' lands, and the military had to come in to do something about it. And they lost not once but <laughs> twice. All right. The emu, the emu war, also known as the Great Emu War, was a nuisance wildlife management military operation undertaken in Australia over the latter part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be destroying crops in the Campion district within the wheat belt of western australia the unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus a large flightless bird indigenous to australia employed royal australian artillery soldiers armed with lewis guns leading the media to adopt the name emu war when referring to the incident while a number of the birds were killed the emu popula population persisted and continued to cra cause crop destruction Oh, Jesus, man. First attempt. <laughs> Second attempt. <laughs> after the, yeah, the, man, the, was... the second attempt starts off after the withdrawal of the military. <laughs> <laughs> Against birds, bro. Dude. Against birds. I mean, is, hey, is, is the rabbit fence still there? The, the what? The rabbit fence. You, know, you never heard of the rabbit fence? The great rabbit fence? Uh Oh, was that the thing in Sydney, uh, uh, or in New South in New South Wales? Hold on, I think I heard about this. The rabbit fence. Um, there was an so infestation. The state, of the state barrier, the state barrier fence of Western Australia, formerly known as the rabbit-proof fence, oh. the state vermin fence, and the emu fence is a pest exclusion <laughs> fence constructed between 1901 and 1907 to keep rabbits and other agricultural pests from the east out of Western Australia pastoral areas. There are three fences yeah. in Western Australia. The original number one fence crosses the state from north to south. Number two is smaller and further west. And number three is smaller still and runs east to west. Took six years to build. Yeah, yeah so I... I don't know about that fence. I'm sure if I ask my wife, I can find out. But I didn't. I didn't see any fence of that caliber or anything on our drive. I think. Well, so I think I was too worried about the Nullarbor because uh, the Nullarbor runs from South Australia uh, to Western Australia. Okay. So um, uh, I don't know if you know. There's uh, multiple states. You know, the same yeah, way that yeah. the states run. So. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we traveled uh, north uh, or New South Wales to um, Victoria, Victoria over to South Australia, and then South Australia over to Western. So 
So we did like the whole bottom part pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, um so <laughs> a little just just a little history on the rabbit fence. So I learned about this in school. Um because it's it, it was I learned about it in biology as to why you don't introduce animals uh, into, new in, in, yeah, yeah into 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 new areas in new yeah new, new rabbit, ecosystems rabbits were introduced to australia by the first fleet in 1788 but they became a problem after october 1859 when thomas austin released 24 wild rabbits from england for hunting purposes believing the introduction of a few rabbits could do little harm and might provide a touch of home in addition to a spot of hunting <laughs> 24 rabbits bro 24 yeah. rabbits the rabbits proved to be yeah. extremely prolific and spread rapidly across the southern parts of the country australia had ideal conditions for an explosion in the rapid rabbit rabbit population including the fact that they had virtually no local predators by 1887 <laughs> losses from rabbit damage compelled the new south wales government to offer a 25,000 pound reward for any method of success not previously known in the colony for the effectual extermination of rabbits <laughs> well this is pretty ironic then and fun little fact um in new south wales one of the rugby teams is actually called the rabbitos <laughs> so the south south sydney team is called um the south sydney rad rabbitos and russell crowe is actually part owner <laughs> of that oh there's a dingo and, fence uh, too yeah, yeah they, oh, bro, dude, the amount of shit that is out here. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's I mean, here's the nun, the nun Drews mentioned. That's the road you're talking about, right? No, no, that's... The what? No, no, never mind, never mind. What was that road you're talking Drews, about? That, the Nullabore. The Nullabore, never mind, never mind. Excuse yeah. my 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 uh, mainland uh, America can ignorance. Yeah, it's all good. I've only been to Canada. <laughs> yeah, but what what I was getting at was so the Nullarbor is one of the biggest um, you know isolated roads, and uh, it leads to Western Australia. Um, the city that I live in, Perth, is the most isolated. Um, capital city in the entire world perth p-e-r-t-h yeah perth it is the most remote and desolate uh capital city of of the entire world <clears throat> huh Well, you can't say desolate when it's on the on the ocean. Yeah, desolate. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to say desolate. It adds a little flavor, you know. It's like it's like sprinkling some extra salt on something, you know. It's like, oh, I live, I live in Perth. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I have to practice Australian accent. I I used to do it pretty well, but. Yeah, no. Nah, the the one great part of living in Perth is obviously we live in, on the Indian Ocean. So, um, you know, what was known to me pretty much my whole life growing up was the Pacific. So, um, 
coming over here to a whole different ocean, you know. It's same and, and different as, you know, saying like moving from the Atlantic to the Pacific or Pacific to the Atlantic. Yeah. Um like I like but, I just moved from Virginia to the southwestern tip of Florida. Oh, okay. So like I went from the shitty murky Atlantic Ocean my whole entire life to like clear waters and shit. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like and and like an abundance of fish life in the in, in the water yeah. and shit. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like that fucking meme with the butterflies. Like Yeah. <laughs> is this fish life? It's like <laughs> But the the great part of, of living over on this side, like, it does have it, its perks. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not close to the Sydney Opera House, or I'm not close to, you know, Queensland, which is by far one of the most beautiful states of Australia I've ever been to. I absolutely adore and love Queensland. Um, but, uh... Being in Perth, like, um, my wife and I actually, or my wife, my daughter and I, we all just got back, um, about two weeks ago from Bali. So, I mean, um, a trip to Bali from here is three hours. Oh, shit. So, it's actually, it's actually shorter for me to go to Bali, Indonesia, than it is for me to go over to Queensland or to go to Sydney. <laughs> so Sid- Sydney's about six hours, you know, like I did a trip to go visit um, Beckwith in Queensland. That was, uh, that was about seven hours. So Jesus. yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's easier for me to go to Southeast Asia than it is for me to go to Sydney or the capital or, for most parts of Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 easier now for me to go to anywhere in the Caribbean than to go back home to Virginia or Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah, like you're looking at a closer flight to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm literally like I I, I could I I could take like a you, four hour boat been, trip dude, to Cuba. <laughs> If you've never been, bro, San Juan is amazing. They're, like Puerto yeah. Rico is one of the coolest my, islands ever. My parents absolutely loved San Juan, um, and I, I'm yeah. a huge Hunter Thompson fan. And yeah, um, you know, it's, it, he wrote the Rum Diaries, and it, Rum Diaries takes place in San Juan. And like, yeah, fucking, I definitely got to go there. Um, I'd like to get. I'd like to get citizenship so I can get their um, their tax-free status. You you can actually go there as a felon. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. No, because it's a U.S. territory. So I can can go in and, you know, yeah. Yeah, you just need your ID. You just need your driver's license. Yep. You're all good to go. Yep. Uh, You know, passport, visa, nothing. I can go anywhere that only requires a passport. Um. So that's that's the that's the iffy thing. So like, do I need a, a do I need a travel visa to get into Australia? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like, I can't just come with a passport. Good. Nah, and like, I mean, uh, how do you feel about talking about the spicy cough or 
that kind of talk about anything talk about anything on here we've uh, talked yeah. about my past terroristic activities so I, i'm sure that you know yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so like um i mean with covid and everything like we still have like vaccine restrictions and stuff and uh, like they're 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 minimal but um like my wife works at the airport so she works at the international airport and whatnot so i know a lot of the laws as far as travel goes um for australia but um i know what it what it is for western australia because east coast is a lot different than western as you figured out with your gates (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah so um you do you do need a certain vax log but um it's it's slowly dwindling. Like uh, they plan on pretty much ridding it in the next five years. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't. Honestly, like I would love to go to Australia. Um, like it's actually was on my places of. Uh, Bro, everybody's got to gotta go to the crocodile hunter zoo. Like <laughs> everybody's got to go to the crocodile hunter zoo. We what? all grew up with crocodile hunter. Everybody knows Steve Irwin is an actual living like legend. Well, he's not living legend. Yeah, well he he was a living <laughs> legend. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I don't know. Like part of me is like, okay, any place that won't like that won't doesn't want me there, you know, fuck them. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, I, like, I'm not supposed to be able to go to England. I don't want to go to England, to be honest. I'm Irish. Um, so <laughs> it's like, but like part of me did like, you know, um, uh, I can't, what, what I'm curious is, what I'm curious is maybe Bali would let you in because there are, uh, upon, uh, entry visa place. So like you get your visa, like upon entry, Kind of the same as like Costa Rica and Venezuela. Yeah. So, so as long as like if as long as it's a place that you don't that they don't do a background check for you to get your travel visa, and then it also depends. Yeah, no. Like like there's some there's some uh, some of the countries, uh, you know, it's based on what they consider is a violent felony or like you know like based on yeah, their well, laws. Uh, Australia is part of the Commonwealth, unfortunately, still. So, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm sure that they're they're gonna adhere to to all those laws and any restrictions that the government in America was trying to put on you. So, <laughs> they say you can't travel abroad to be the same thing as like traveling to England. Yeah, well, yeah, and like I can travel abroad, like because I'm I'm off probation and shit now, and. Uh... Yeah. And I just like there's there's an exclusion list. So like, um, uh, and so I I I've looked at it like <clears throat> Japan. I thought I was going to be banned from, um, but it turns out that I don't need a I don't need a visa for a short stay. So um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So if you're just there on holiday, yeah. If you're going there on holiday, yeah. Then- and I just can't, right. you know, I just can't, I just can't stay longer than that period of time. And, uh, yeah. and then I think like, um, <clears throat> what was it? Germany. I want to say it's Germany. And I was going to be very upset if I couldn't get to fucking Germany. 
um, Germany doesn't well, allow. Well, you have blonde hair and blue eyes, right? No, 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 no. But I'm. I'm yeah, I'm, you're screwed then. No, yeah, oh, shut up. That's <laughs> nicht gut, mein Freund. Listen, listen, listen. I am. My my new film here come of Deutschland in uh, eighteen no seventeen eighty six. All right, so it was well before, yeah. well before Hitler was even a thought in Daddy's eye. All right, so yeah. Be here, be falls the Nazis. So. <laughs> no but uh but like they're they look at it and i think france is the same way they look at it as if that crime is like a violent crime in their country so my original charge was possession with intent to distribute schedule one um and yeah. and but it you know i was overdosed in a hospital bed with just a, i happened to have you know a car's worth of heroin like i sold my car for heroin <laughs> so it's like yeah. and i was overdosed unconscious in hospital bed obviously there was no intent to distribute heroin because <laughs> like, i was yeah. uh, I, I intended to die that yeah. night um but um but yeah so it's like you know they there's some countries that'll look at the they'll look at the case and but then like the rest of them i don't know I want to go to Eastern Europe. I know that. Um, I have a friend in um, uh, Croatia who runs a like five star hotel. Uh, he owns a five star yeah. hotel, and like um, he's like, dude, come here. You can come stay. Got like the fucking best food. Like some of the food he posts, I'm like, oh, like fucking. <laughs> uh, uh, I really want to. I you know, really want to go to like Serbia and like you know, incite rebellion or some shit. I don't know something something one day we'll see <laughs> yes yeah, serbia would be interesting like i think that's what i love most about australia is the diversity that is here and like the amount of culture that i was never introduced to in america that i've been introduced to here is just astounding like i mean the like uh, take for example where i currently work um I have a person that's from Thailand, a person that's from Malaysia, a woman that's from Holland, uh, a dude that's actually from Australia, another dude that's from England, another dude that's from Ireland, and then um, our um, like second in charge or whatever is from Egypt. Yeah, and and that's like, and that's sad, dude. Like that's sad that the U.S. Like, has come to that point because I mean we're, we're well, known you, as the melting you pot. Think yeah, you, you think America is, like, the epitome of, of just multicultural, but, like, dude, just being in Australia has really opened my eyes. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the, the guy from India, too, but, yeah, there's Indians everywhere here, like, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, dot I mean, on the forehead. They, not, they, not they, got, they, they got nowhere else to go. They're fucking, their yeah. country's overpopulated oh. as shit. Well, no, and the education's really good here, and a lot of the jobs Australians don't want to do that they pay very little for, the Indians will come over here and do. So that's that's mainly why uh, COVID broke out the way it did was the, un, I hate to say it, the un, hy, <laughs> hygienic appeal of Indian culture. So, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, like I would love, like, like that. That's another country I would love to go to for the day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I would love to visit India for the cuisine and not so much for the people. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I've always wanted to see like, um, like some of the towers and stuff. Oh yeah, the, uh, the architecture, everything. Like even. Just like some of the ancient ruins that they have, because they have some of the oldest, you know, architecture, you know, known to man. Yeah. Like it, yep. It'd be amazing to see that. Yeah, I, so, I I'd really like to go to Taiwan too before it gets destroyed by Chinese nukes. <laughs> yeah, my my father-in-law, he's still even tonight when I saw him for uh, my sister-in-law's birthday. Uh, he was he was there. He'd just actually gone and watched his footy team like play live, and um, he he came back from the game. Obviously, it had a few bourbon and cokes, and he was like, "We'll all be speaking Mandarin in a couple years, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. You better start teaching your daughter Mandarin now." <laughs> well, listen, like even you know, even if even if there's not like some major war, right? Um, I, I do think that it, it is a very good idea to learn Mandarin, especially from a young age, yeah. because no matter I what, they are going to make 50% of the population of the world. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. The Indians got to jump on them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, you know, uh, what, what, what's the primary language in, in India? Um, uh, Hindi. Hindi. Yeah. So, you know, learn, learn, learn English, Hindi, Chinese, Russian, Japanese, and Spanish. Spanish is a third of the world. Spanish and and and, 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 and German and German, because German German is the uh, Germans actually like the the uh, uh, like uh, up and coming corporate language. Like, there's a lot of you know, conglomerate corporations that are German ran. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working my way. I'm, I've learned German. Oh, I just stabbed myself in the fucking leg with tweezers. <laughs> oh, oh, bro. Oh, oh my God. I fidget because of my ADHD and like, I fucking have these sharp pointy tweezers and I just stab myself in the fucking leg, like bad as fuck. Ooh, okay. Um, Disinfected. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So the, I, the I, one I, thing I'm really concerned about, though, is uh, the American dollar dropping. Um, oh, it's it's, especially it's, it's with gonna crash, the, bro. It's gonna crash. It's uh, it's gonna be really bad when it does too, and I'm worried because uh, I don't know economics enough to understand how that would actually affect the Australian dollar because we don't go by pounds or anything. Like uh -oh. we have our own currency, we're on our own government and stuff. Well, like, if, yeah, we're a part of the Commonwealth. But if if um, if they're smart, okay, they're gonna follow suit with. Um, with OPEC and uh, the Middle East, you know they just they just switched to um, the, uh, the yuan. The, yeah, and, yeah, because the, the Chinese currency. Yep, yeah. yep. So, I mean, and well, it's all and, and, the, and it's all and bullshit. What was that? And the Russian currency as well, right? Yeah, they're, the, they're yeah, starting the, to do the ruble. with 
Audi with uh, the Russian ruble and the Russian rubles doing trade with the one as well. So their three yep. currencies are kind of cycling. Yep. And well, yeah, because I mean, Russia is providing China with, with oil and, yeah. and, you know, so are the Saudis. And the thing is like, that, that was the, the, the biggest mistake of this administration, our current administration is that, you know, you can't be, you can't, try and take a tough stance against OPEC while simultaneously cutting down on domestic production. <laughs> like yeah. you, you have to revamp domestic production in order to fight OPEC and didn't do that. And so we're, you know, in probably the worst predicament just in oil um, that we yeah. have been in since the seventies oil crisis. And it's, I part of me is like, oh man, it's sad. You know, it's gonna be rough. I'm preparing mentally for a very, very rough economic depression, <clears throat> and because that's all you can do. You can't even you you can't besides stocking non-perishables. Uh, there's not much you can do to prepare for it because you know even if I even mean, if I put all my money into crypto and or gold and things like that, it's like you know I it's still those things might not hold the intrinsic value <laughs> come well, what, come did, what did they do last last great depression in america the um they they actually started a new act or an act uh, the gold act oh yeah 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 where you couldn't own you couldn't, you couldn't own gold yeah you can own past a certain amount of gold yep so, which is why some of the older bars and stuff are labeled, you know, uh, like, you know, so many ounces when really it was like two kilos. Like, uh-huh. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, I, I've completely lost the imperial system. I, I'm now on metric. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish we were. Uh, I... The metric's just so easy. It's oh, so easy. Have you ever read, um, um, shit. Shit, he wrote Sahara. Um, fuck, now I gotta just look this up. Um, oh my god, I I love his fucking, I love his books. <laughs> um, uh, shit. Circle back. Um, yeah, it's just the the fucking author of. Um, Circle back, but continue what you were saying. Yeah. Um. Oh, it, uh, but he, he, he wrote in, in one of his books, um, he wrote about how, you know, you know, uh, he was, he was predicting basically that the U S was going to switch to the metric system and like had all these reasons why. And, you know, it, I've talked well, they've about, tried multiple times. Well, I've talked about it on here before. Like it really upsets me that I wasn't taught in metric because I can't think in metric. Like I try, yeah. I've tried. It's very hard because when you learn standard from a young age, standard, yeah, standard. It's not standard at all. Um, it you know when you yeah, learn it from such a young age, your whole confusing. life. Yeah, and it's and it's not even accurate. Like, dude, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, measure measure uh, the fucking 
you know, like I'm doing fucking rocket science or, and like designing di- designing a fucking part for a space <laughs> shuttle. Like, am I going to do it in one three hundred and twentieths of a of an inch? Like, no, I'm, I'm going to use fucking metric. Oh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to use millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it's dumb, man. And it's like you know, and then we got to have fucking two speedometers and fucking all this dumb shit. And it's like, dude, just switch to fucking metric. Like, there, this whole USB C push, right? They need to fucking well, how, how do you th- go ahead. How do you think it was for me coming over to Australia as a chef to try to switch up everything I learned? You oh know, my God. Like, uh, <laughs> I was near on, you know, seven years as a chef or <laughs> probably longer. And like, uh, <laughs> I was a chef for this, this length of, of time. And you know, I come over to Australia and everything that I had learned needs, not everything, but everything like measuring wise had to be thrown out the window and I had to <laughs> learn something brand new. So you like, tell somebody you need a court and they're like, what? Yeah, they have, <laughs> I even forgot there were courts. Like we don't, we don't use that here. It's, it was, it was just a very big stepping stone. Like, I mean, my initial getting here and like the shock value of like that it is coming from America is just, it, it was such a shock factor. It was very depressing, you know, cause there's, there's not an American in sight really. Like yeah. the closest thing you got was a Canadian cause a lot of Canadians actually <laughs> do end up moving to, uh, uh, move into Australia. So, the closest thing you have stuff. is uh, to an American is a Canadian. I wish I wish fucking Chenard is here so he could hear that. Yeah. Chenard's fucking Canadian. That would have been funny. Oh god, there's this one girl I worked with at this like fine dining restaurant. Like once I finally got the grip and stuff, like I got hired on at better restaurants. And um I I ended up at this little cafe and um it it was like a pristine cafe, you know, like it was a really nice place. You don't just, you know, stop in there for coffee sort of thing. Um, but I was working there and this chick started talking that I was working with and I had to like double take with her. And like, it took me about two or three days to finally muster up the strength to finally ask her, like, you know, after working with her for, for a while. And I was like, are you American? And she looked at me and she was like, how dare you? And I was like, you're Canadian, aren't you? And she was, she was like, where's my maple syrup jug? (laughs) 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 Oh dear God. One of the coolest chicks I ever met, but like, don't don't tell your wife that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I said coolest. I didn't say sexiest. (laughs) All right, good save there, bud. Good save. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Fucking damn, I can't even go to Canada anymore. It sucks. <laughs> what they want? Are you in Canada? No, dude. So that's that's harsh. So um, it's because of the uh uh the draft dodging in the uh oh, in the that's during, that's during the Vietnam War. And and then again they uh, they 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 tightened down real hard um, around the or, you know the launch of the Afghan Iraq War um, yeah. because 
troops were like, oh, fuck this, we're not going to fucking Iraq. <laughs> and they fucking went to Canada and shit. So things got really strict around then. And yeah, like if if I if I lived on a um, if I lived on a border state, I would only need my ID. Um, but yeah, I don't live on a border. Well, technically, I live on a no, no, never mind. I live on a peninsula. What the fuck am I talking about? Um. <laughs> I was gonna say if there if there was any state I'd want to move back to, like other than Hawaii, honestly, I'd I'd love Hawaii. But um, if there was any other state I'd I'd move back to, it'd probably be Florida. I fucking love everything about it so far. Like, I, mm. dude, like, I mean, I came here, you know, getting off probation for the first time in fucking 12 years. <laughs> and so I was already like on this high. And then I get here and I'm like, the people are just so much nicer. Like, Yeah, my pops lives in Pensacola. And I mean, a bunch of my friends live in like that area. Like, I'd, I'd love to I live, in, I, live I, I live in Fort Myers and I like I live in quote unquote the ghetto okay quote unquote yeah. because like the people who talk about it as the ghetto have never been to a ghetto <laughs> like, yeah a real like, ghetto I, I I lived on the streets of you know southeast northwest DC for like off and on for about a year it's a cringe Come up to Crenshaw and Englewood. We'll show you what's up in California. <laughs> uh, right now, uh, Southeast DC would 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 show them up. I assure you, uh, it, the fucking the, those boys are wilding. Like I, uh, like I never. I I I only got fucked with you know a handful of times, and like you know uh, the one when I was like I was a teenager. I was up there and fucking dude, you know, mugged us. And like, yeah. pulled a gun and shit. And I'm like, dude, I ain't got nothing, bud. <laughs> I was like, I'm wearing Walmart brand shoes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got a, I got a fucking five year old cell phone. I'm like, I ain't got no money. I got this, I got this Metro Pass that's gonna get me back to my car in Virginia. That's about it. <laughs> He's like, damn, I <laughs> fucking let me go. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> You're mugging the wrong person. I was like, I, I ain't even gonna call the cops. Like, I, I get it. I get it. Like, just, just you ain't getting anything from me. Fucking. I went up to this uh, Bible college up in uh, Dallas, Texas. And um, I was there for uh, three and a half years. And uh, I was about to finish my, uh, my fourth year. And I, I was sick of it and I left. But um, my. Um, my time in in Dallas was was really weird because Texas is built differently. Like everybody talks all big on Texas, it's very segregated. Like I don't know how else to say it. I, I lived in I lived in Mansfield for a year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very it's diverse and it is segregated, but it's not like everybody pushes the people this way or that way like people choose to live there you know yeah like and like their ghettos are so different than anywhere else i've ever been like I, i've even pulled off like on the on the wrong area or like the wrong the wrong street off belt line and um you know i went to to get some gas and like you know fill up my tank and like 
as I'm filling up my tank, like the, the dude that's standing outside of the quickie mart or whatever, you know, walks over to me and I'm like, fuck, he's going to ask me for money. He's like, you ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, bro. And like I had California plates at the time. And he was like, bro, you, you best get to get. <laughs> like, fuck, all right, well, um, can I just finish filling up? He, he was like, just hand me the money, man, and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, damn. It was like, all, all I got to 10. Here you go. I already used the rest on my petrol. <laughs> Jesus. I... I I don't know. I've been like besides besides that, that mugging, right? Like I've I've been yeah. really lucky, I guess maybe, or like I just I fit in really well when I go to places like that. I, probably because like you know I've been I'm I'm no saint. I've been in and out of yeah. you know correctional facilities since I was. Oh, none of us 12. are, bro. None, none of us <laughs> are saying. But like, but like I I've always just gotten along. Right, unless there was a reason yeah. for me to not oh, get along. That's it, man. Love, love, <laughs> just love. Yeah, everybody, everybody speaks that language, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, like, uh, so, uh, like back when I was, you know, I was pretty bad off on on heroin for a while, and um, I had this this dealer. He was off Third and Decatur. Feds that are listening to this, I Decatur in Illinois, huh? No, 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 no. Third and Decatur Street in Northwest DC. Oh uh, yeah. The feds that listen to the podcast because eleven percent of our listeners are from DC, which just doesn't add up yeah. unless they're feds. <laughs> um, or so, your friends? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, I, I you feds, said. Uh... Go ahead. Don't talk to the IRS. You ain't gonna find me. <laughs> I haven't paid my taxes in years. <laughs> oh shit! Let's just bleep that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So I used to, you know, this this was like my dude, my 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 dealer, right? And um, this one time he was he was on vacation, like. You know, well, I say that like, you know, he's on vacation from a job. I mean, it is kind of a job, I guess. All right. But he he went out of town for a couple weeks and he was like, you can deal with my boy. Well, homie ends up robbing me. Right. And that that's a big no, no up there. That's a big no, no. You don't you don't rob the you don't rob the people bringing in large amounts of money. You just don't. Yeah. Like, you know, you just because. Yeah. That money is feeding, you know, families. Like literally, it's feeding, feeding. Like this dude had like eight kids. Like it's li- literally paying child support and feeding all these kids. Right. And so you fuck up money, like, yeah, it's bad. I don't know what happened to the dude. What what what, what kind of music do you follow? Do you, do you um, like hip hop at all? Or I, I mean, the only the only the only rap hip hop I like like old school like, you know. Uh, like Wu Tang, Run DMC, yeah. Ghetto Boys, yeah. uh, shit like that. There's, um, a, there's this new guy, but not really new from Louisiana, uh, Kevin Gates. I've heard the name. Yeah, like you want to talk about like a, a big pusher that that actually 
raps about what he actually does. Like, he even mentions it. Like, you, you don't fuck with the guy with the most money, especially in the hood. <laughs> yeah, like, and if he if he's got the most money, he's the one. He's literally the pillars of of the hood. Y- yeah. So I had yeah, I had this, I had this what, one dealer, dude. Thing. I had this one. The feds ended up taking him out, but like, you know, it, you know, it's people. People have this really negative connotation on drug dealers, and I get it. Yeah. Especially, you know, like I, I've, I've lost, you know, I, I lost my kid's mom to heroin. I've lost, you know, thirteen of my best friends yeah. to to heroin. But the thing is, is that the majority of the reasons that they died is because their dealer who took care of them, who like didn't sell them fentanyl, never fucked them over, got fucking busted. And so they got to go somewhere else. And then those people sell them fucking cut shit that has fentanyl in it and they die. (laughs) I was going to say, let's cut it for a second and, and just give a shout out real quick. If you sell fentanyl, you need to go crawl in a hole and fucking think about yourself and your life and your life <laughs> choices right now because you are the lowest scumbag of scum on the face of the earth. Well, and if you sell fentanyl unbeknownst to your yeah. customers. Period. No, no, period. <laughs> no, but, period. But, 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 but especially if you're fucking selling yeah. fentanyl as heroin to your customers unbeknownst to them. Yeah, no, it in the cocaine, whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like, like, there's yeah, people who there's cheese, people who seek whatever. there's people who yeah. seek out fentanyl. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's people yeah. who like they go after it. Yeah, that's and, on and them. Guess what? That's, yeah, that's on that's on you, cunt. But, sorry, I've been trying to keep that c word down, but yeah, fuck those cunts. Yeah, no, I I agree, and and, and it's just. It's sad, man. Like it. <sighs> like I, I praise myself as a man of religion, and like I don't press my religion on anybody or my my beliefs on anybody because that's not not my place. You know, I have my own relationship, my own thing. Yeah. But if, if you fucking around with kids, or you're fucking around with somebody else's livelihood, I believe I have a place to say something. And fuck. Fuck those fentanyl cunts. So well, I don't I don't care if people seek it out or whatever. Like that's you know, to each his own, but at the same time, you know that shit's killing people. Yeah. Like you know for a fact that shit's killing people. Cocaine, that's on who the consumer. You know, heroin, that's on the consumer. Fentanyl, like that's not on the consumer. You know it's gonna end up killing someone. Yeah, or they're, you know, or they're fucking using it to cut shit with to kill someone. <laughs> it's like, you know, no, no, somewhere down the line, somebody's dying. Hmm. I can't condone nobody because I'm the most guilty dude in the world, you know? Like, yeah, I, I call myself a Christian, but I call myself a sinner first. And it's by God's grace that I'm, that I'm forgiven. But I have to ask for forgiveness constantly because I am a constant sinner. I try to make myself better, or at least like to think so. I like to think that I spread positivity and love, but you know, that's 
that's on me. That like I don't need to push my religion on on nobody. Like I I just do me. You know, it's, it's yeah. the same as we say to other people. You do you. Like so, what I do is I just do me. <laughs> and that's my thing. You know. <clears throat> yeah, man. Oh fuck! Fucking the house I was trying to buy went up <laughs> went up, went up twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, oh, bro, the housing market here isn't any better. <laughs> well, no, like we, we, this is ridiculous. <laughs> mm. No, it, it's gotten stupid here. The stuff that should be selling for like seven five is like seven and a half is is going for like one two. Yeah, it's it's just stupid. Well, man, I think I'm gonna call it here. Um, definitely, you know, would love to have you on again it, it, whenever you, you know, whenever you want, just yeah. fucking hop in, shoot the shit. Yeah, um, appreciate you taking time Always. out of your night. Yeah. Next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's news today. <laughs> yeah. So the lotto numbers for you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be funny though? Like. You fucking like early edition, um, like you got like tomorrow's newspaper today, and you're just like fucking playing the lottery and shit. Fuck I'll, I'll tell you what, the next time Powerball comes around, like uh, like this week, I'll I'll shoot you what the numbers are for for the Powerball for that night, and then you can just throw it on for shits and giggles. <laughs> and if it hits, dude, you got to give me at least five percent. <laughs> Bet. I used to, I used to, I, I ran a, uh, a council lottery pool there for a little bit. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you have a good night. I'll have a good day. You too, brother. Uh, see ya, see ya, you know, sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah. See you in the council. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Later, bro. All right. Nice.